hi there. Oh, hi there. I am Ricardo Deacon. I am Orland Venus. You're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. This is The Recommendation Game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to pick a movie that the other person hasn't seen. We watch it separately and then meet to discuss it. This week's film is chosen by Orla. It has, Documentary! It is the shortest movie that we've done in the podcast so far. Yeah. And it also has the shortest film uh, 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 film synopsis we've done so far. There's a theme going. Uh, filmmaker Ra- Ramel Ross captures small but nevertheless precious moments in black lives. There you go. But what more do you need? Short, sweet, but perfect. Much like this movie. Uh, this movie was directed by Ramel Ross. Produced by Jocelyn Barnes. Written by Ramel Ross and Maya Krinsky, uh, starring Latrenda Boozy, Ash, Quincy Bryant, and Daniel Collins. Music by Scott Delario, Forrest Kelly, Alex Summers. Edited by Ramel Ross, Jocelyn Barn, Maya Krinsky, and Rob Moss. And it was distributed by Cinema Guild. Cool. <laughs> it was also, uh, according to one of the Guardian reviews, I think the. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, exactly. Executive produced by um, Laura Poitras, oh. her of season four fame. I think she had some sort of input towards the end. Oh, yeah, but like I think that a lot of these small projects, uh, like in a the good name, way, that uh, they, they just put the name, like yeah, the same yeah. way as like fucking Hostos, like executive produced by Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> because apparently, like fucking Eli Roth is the future of horror. Uh, that, that quote has aged badly. <laughs> uh, it also has the lowest box office in any film that we've done, probably. Uh, which is a hundred and twelve thousand three hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't think this got a very wide release. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, you know that you're doing bad in box office when the fucking uh, postman beats you. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> not even postman like run for your wife or I'm sorry, what were we talking about last week? Or last week, as in ten months ago when we did the other episode. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, billionaire's boys. Yes, club. exactly. Um, well, you know, it, it outperformed that, so it's yeah, doing yeah, like it's not too bad. I am but then sh- again, it's like, like <laughs> I am shocked that this hour and sixteen-minute movie by like Black Lives in Alabama made so little little money. Um, so Orla, why did you pick this movie? <laughs> um, I, I fucking it's like it's it is short and it is sweet, but it it's also I I find this a very like what's the word stirring like it's it's such a like it was i think it was made over like five years or something um where because obviously like there's there's a lot of switching in time and you know like there's children born and you know um but it, it's it's the, the idea of of just this guy just filming all like, thousands and thousands of hours of just these people's lives like people's lives that he was also in, involved in and very like close to where he's observing but also like intrinsically part of this community because he was a teacher and like he wasn't he's not from there but i think he moved there to teach and um uh, coach basketball i think yeah so you can you can see the development even as it goes on of of him like within the community um yeah i thought a lot about um i only only watched this very recently like i think it came out last year but um uh, i thought a lot about uh in jackson heights um and the the difference i remember like one of the criticisms that you had that I kind of agreed with about that movie, that the thing about Wiseman being um, an outsider, which is not a bad thing in itself, but his idea of kind of romanticizing the people a little bit yeah. and like not, you know, through, you know, I don't think oversight, maybe like liberal guilt or, you know, the guilt of being like, you know, a white man going into this and, you know, but of, of and, uh, feeling trying to do uh, a course correction and uh, like little, a portrayal of a minority a little yeah. yeah um which is i think something that you definitely can't level at this film um like there's a real like there's a rawness to it of, of not shying away from like the issues within this community but also like the empathy that he has of the the feeling of the the humanism of it of of just like there's just there's so much life in this film as well of like how of of like the dark moments and also the moments of like just levity within like the the mundane of life and what's so interesting about him I think is that because he is you know he clearly has a very like a filmmaker cinematography eye there's some beautiful shots in this but like 
some of it is just it's it, like the the compact there's so many comparisons with camera person as well um but again it, it's without the sort of despite him being so ingrained in the film he never loses his sort of it's not objectivity but his ability to just observe um it's without the kind of the autobiographical nature of that which i think made like that's a very it's a different film in that way but um it, like he he's he's brought into the film by the people almost of that they're so comfortable with him being there that they just talk to him and it, it there's so much of just like oh you you're a photographer oh yeah man I've seen you or whatever you know of, of and that you never see him like but it's just hearing his voice and how he talks to them and like and, but I, what I love is how often his camera sort of drifts over to just look at little things yeah, this film is all about details some of it is fucking beautiful of faces and like there's so much of a quality of like you know photography as well like especially a lot of like 20th century photography and of like rural communities and like the feeling of place and people within a place and people being so much of a place and how a place shapes you um like oh just i love this um like it, it's it's it has like there's imperfections to it um but in a way, it's kind of their strength because it's the little moments that he manages to pick out in all this swaths and time and of people's lives and like what to include and like it's it's I find it I find it so interesting. Uh, like you can't look away from it. I think as well, like the his use of audio and um, just the like the, I think that the editing as well is there's some really like like match cuts and when he chooses to cut things and what to include. I find fascinating. Um, yeah, like the obviously like thematically um like i don't like this is a film that would have been relevant 10 years ago 20 years ago like in the 90s but feels very relevant now of like the, the current state of america apparently like especially of the like resurgence of like very overt racism and systematic failure and you know like there are numerous things that come into mind like flint or various different things of even in the last year or whatever of of like people it's like the read like the way like of, of the kind of when he's talking to people and their constant like reiteration of like real like cornerstones of like the american dream of if you know if you, if you just if i just meet my goals if i just if i just work hard enough if i'll, I'll get out of here i'll make something i'll make my family proud of like people who are, are so trapped in a system that is so rigged against them uh, but like the, the the hope that's still inspired and like you know I'm going to get my degree I'm going to go to college I'm going to make my son proud you know of like I think they the the peg of the generational thing as well like very concentrated on young people and of like seeing the these like young kids and like their parents that are kids still and like yeah the the, the generational idea of poverty um like the the mood like it's very like it is dreamlike and you know it's, it's something you can say about a lot of things i think like achieving that dreamlike feeling but with something that is so steeped in reality as well and like of of just like mundane life like you know just scenes where they're just getting ready to to, to like play basketball and it's just you know he's clearly just left the camera there and they're just wandering around and like that like oh I, I just I could I could watch five hours of this movie you know what I mean that's the thing it's like it's it's, it's it, I want to know more of the place of the people the people we meet like it I find it fascinating um yeah like I, I think it's around the hour mark or so like it, it he his sort of abilities of filmmaker of like, the it's like almost surreal the use of audio and the quick cuts between different shots of like time passing and um yeah I, I love him just drifting to show like the the wonder of everyday moments and like that but whenever like the <laughs> the smoke is going through and he's like look man that's so great and he just films it for like a little while like it's oh it's beautiful uh it's also like fucking so heartbreaking like when that with the babies um and it's like it's showing the reality of like what's a massive problem in America of like um and the infant mortality rate in America, but also like the like amount of women that die in childbirth, particularly for African American women, like it's a massive issue. And there's a whole like institutional thing around that of like this misconception about like black women having a higher pain tolerance and 
it's all these of, of like decades of just indoctrination and it's 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 horrifying and to see it like of these young people and oh my god that gets me so hard that it's just this and then when they're sitting and she has the picture of him on her phone and oh like but you know it's just saying like there's so much life in it like like there's so much laughter and and like community and like you really you just you feel that coming through the screen as well like it's really it's like there's a lot of kinetic um like the shot like the the bit whenever the kids um practicing is it daniel i can't remember who it is yeah daniel, where he's um and he's falling i'm so close and you see the sweat and the like of just the work and like oh that's it's a really really good little sequence like it's it, don't you like it's so well done um yeah it's the kind of thing where like you could read articles about because it's just, like there's he's touching on so many different things here like you can read articles about it and like you know people go and do you know studies and live there and everything but nothing compares to the the visual of and when it's something like this that you know it's like plotless and but it doesn't matter because it's held by mood and tone and theme and and you know of of a filmmaker that is so empathetic to the people that he's he's living with it's yeah like um i just i think it was it's one of the like best documentaries i've seen in a while i think like you kind of you get caught in the sort of netflix round of for you know like even ones that are kind of like so the minute the ones that are quite formulaic but they have like a crazy twist you know even like uh what's one about the twins um no idea no you know the triplets or the twins the triplets um you know the three brothers um three identical strangers oh okay Did i've heard that? of it no no yeah, no like it's, I, it is I really haven't got into it's good the... but it's the same of like talking heads and you know and like it's it's really well done and it's a really interesting story, but like there's so much of that of of, of even um um what's the one as well like you know that they it's interesting but it's it's a formula that we are so accustomed to that what I love about things like this in camera person is that it it's the true poetic of cinema and it's ah oh, just I really have you seen stories we tell no uh, we've we've had this conversation uh, multiple times <laughs> I think you're gonna pick it um but. Uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I just I I I was really like it really blew me away whenever I watched it, and I like yeah I, I was like <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I thought like you know even if you had issues with it that there's so much to talk about here that uh, I thought it'd be interesting. So Ricardo, what did you think? Yeah, like I think the in a cinematic way you can't fault it. It's uh, it looks like amazing as a piece of cinema and like you said uh, especially for somebody that is just making it on their own accord yeah. as like uh, at their own volition by themselves mm. uh, while being embedded in the community visually interestingly uh, it reminded me of the music video for love letter the nick cave song no, I've never that, seen uh, that. oh it's an amazing music video that uh, is just shots of empty places of like a storm coming from, oh uh, my god that sounds like, right up my alley <laughs> like uh, yeah like uh, i'll show it to you after we we record like uh, be a good thing to link as well as uh, yeah. uh like it really like reminded me of it and you you'll see why like the digital image as well and the only thing of nick cave that you've seen the thing is him in a really old four by three black and white tv in an empty room and oh. like a suburban house Who kind of thing I can't remember. Like, uh, I wonder if it is like the same guy. Like, I'd be, uh, but it is or a few in years. a similar vein. Yeah, yeah. It's a few years old, but like it captures that sense of like empty American townland kind of thing. Yeah, that, a place being missing people. Yeah, you see, like even in this uh, when the, that shot that goes from the town to the like to the plantation old plantation that is like right next around the, yeah. the corner, uh, but you you see the town and it's like. American town two point like two, one million three hundred fifty like you could say that that town is in any mm. other place you know the quintessential Main Street America single story buildings kind of thing. Uh, I think the biggest issue the movie has, and I think that I don't know if it was able to go past it is how short it is. Yeah, uh, I think that it is considering as well, like the like that he focuses on car on people that are really interesting, and I want to know more about them. Mm. But because 
half of the documentary is just like showing slice of life kind of like random moments mm. and half of it is like more conventional following the trajectory of people's lives yeah and i think that because of how short it is it's not able to fully accomplish either mm. uh not to say that it's bad or that i didn't enjoy watching it but it, it made me think obviously it has the link of the uh people trying to become basketball players mm. uh, like join the yeah college. the sport is so but it, have you seen hoop dreams no. Which is like the best documentary. Well, second, I, that and Show are my two favorite documentaries. I think Coop Dreams tops like every documentary list ever, yeah. though. I don't really know how I haven't seen that. It's a, it's three hours long. It's like Stephen James did. He also did Life Itself, the yeah. Roger Ebert documentary. Which um, I liked. I liked yeah, but like Coop Dreams is like a masterpiece. It, yeah. it is incredible. And because it has three hours that you're following the characters, yeah. even though it's not as poetic as this, let's say, but... Also, it's kind of ended up being three hours because there was a lot more <laughs> drama, let's say, that he couldn't cut out. Yeah. Like to create uh, the the narrative of the film. But I think considering also that he was shooting for five years, as you were saying, that mm. there would have been the material there to be spend more time with them and or like show more of the town and mm. stuff like I think like for some like it reeks of having to fit in a pbs schedule kind yeah. of thing uh for, which it was, for the it was yeah, a PBS, yeah. yeah uh so so much of it is asking you to bring that information with you mm. to a level that i especially since it is meant in a way especially as a pbs documentary to comment on the situation so everything that you mentioned about oh, systematic uh like abuses towards black people uh, Mm. from pregnancies to everything else like if you don't do external reading on it you don't get it from the from the movie yeah you know like the only really allusion to it is when they're like stopped by the police yeah he kind of like sneaks a shot from the rear view mirror Mm. that it was so thin blue line that i was like oh my god jesus (laughs) what's gonna happen (laughs) slow motion like the (laughs) philip glass score to to start sitting like uh, oh god i love that movie so much though uh, sometimes i just put on that soundtrack and pretend my life is more dramatic than it is but the, the the thing is that like even uh and then as some great documentaries have mm. i became more interested on the ethics of it than the actual film yeah uh to the sense of like showing the funeral and kind of like even showing the the suffering of them mm. uh, that they went through and then i was like okay then it, it didn't make me feel queasy per se but it was just like intellectually i was thinking about this also how if you're gonna go down that road mm. how it should have been explored more yeah if you're gonna show the suffering be there and force them to like deal with their griefs in front of the camera it should have been a more like a bigger presence in the movie yeah like uh, <clears throat> it did like uh, the, the when they mentioned that the kid died just in the line of text it fucking broke my heart the same way as in the uh, letters from uh, Dear, Le- Dear Zachary. Yeah, oh, like it, God, it really brutal. called back to that yeah. moment, uh, which, but it, it felt like a part of a different movie as well. Yeah. Like, uh, because everything else, even with their characters, they're so like oblique and kind of like. Oh, God, there's of. some of his framing, though. There's a shot yeah. when he's there with the kid and she's in the foreground yeah. and she's clearly pissed yeah. off and it's because like up with before that you've that scene where the kids are running around but you can hear them talking yeah but it's just completely off camera of like her basically like you need to pull your weight like yeah you know and it's it's but it's just and the kid have no idea and just run, like this adorable little kid oh, just yeah. running you back reminded and me of me like, like uh, when i used to uh, to just like run for the sake of yeah, running yeah and like it just it really rolled his little arms like you know it, it's yeah I, yeah I, I kind of I, I get what you mean um because like i said that i would watch five hours of this i fucking would and like. i think that it like <clears throat> that's the thing i would watch five hours of this but i i think that the five hour version be vastly superior than the 72 minute version yeah because really the only moment beside like that it was a shock but it was more like again uh just uh, like the connotations of a baby dying, it just hits you. It doesn't matter what, but you don't know them as characters, really. 
or like uh, of how uh, they will affect their lives in a way like i don't know like their relationship and stuff like that the being present there he probably has a lot more material on it like to create mm. the 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 scenario or whatever like i think that the only jew that it had again was one of the most straightforward pieces of documentary but i thought that was the most poignant one was the his mother talking about when she went with got married to a guy that was clearly abusive oh, and shit. how the Thank grandmother wouldn't give the, the kid back and uh, how she still doesn't realize why the the her mother wouldn't let her have her kid yeah uh, and it's, it's like, heartbreaking oh, he's because never let me forget it and you're like, yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> and i tried but it's like you still chose the man over him because was, you had a clear choice from one to the other yeah. not so that the the husband ended up being abusive and no good and wouldn't have been any use as a father figure yeah. to the kid and i thought that that was like particularly poignant but even when they're talking about like oh trying to perhaps it's because i've seen hoop dreams that it wasn't like particularly it was more heartbreaking in a way that hoop dreams was made in 1990 mm. and it's been 30 years nearly well that that's and definitely it's exactly a, that's, the same that's definitely a clear thing. point here that you could put this back you know in like various decades in the last like and it's yeah it's it's i yeah and i know what you mean about of like bringing a lot to it because even like as i'm reading the people versus oj simpson yeah. and like i've i've done it over the last while i've just been absorbing an awful lot of like you know dealing with similar themes and as i was saying about all the crazy fucking shit that's going on in america and of like just the institutional failures and yeah i, I don't i don't know if it in a way it, it didn't bother me because you know i had watched that documentary that you know i'm not that you're saying that you wanted this to be like straight up you know even even if something like OJ Made in America, which I think is an absolute fucking triumph of documentary yeah. and of archive and of of having so much material that you could have made fifteen documentaries, but managing to get it down to seven hours, I think is a fucking triumph. Um, yeah. And making it feel, even though you know the story, making it feel even more expansive than it actually is. And the idea that yeah. it's not really about OJ. And I know you haven't seen that, and I definitely need you to watch it and maybe will somehow manage to get it to me a bit at some point but um yeah i think i just it felt not that it's like such a it's such a fresh approach or something but i think because you know you you can end up feeling very about so many things like even fucking climate change or whatever when you absorb so much information about something that you start to feel very lethargic about it and like you go on to the guardian and you're like oh well, of course of course this is fucked of course the school system and oh, of course you know but something like this like the the moments of um that really that makes it stand out and impact yeah. you as you know but at the same time i'm like yeah, I wish it was longer. <laughs> yeah, like, even in the sense of like, if like for anything is that I think again the if it was longer, ironically there would be more focus. Yeah, it's like he's trying to cover too much ground there. So like in a way he could have been able to be as poetic as he is or whatever, but just cover like the one family mm. instead of like the 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 tangents that he has with the three characters, let's say. Yeah. I think it would have been a more successful film for the time that he has available because then even in the sense of like picturing, like, you know how they had like the apartment that is like upstairs that reminded me of like fucking Friday Night Lights, the, yeah. the apartment where like... There's a lot uh, of Friday Michael Night B. Lights Jordan. here as well, yeah. yeah. Just the, the idea of the omnipresent sport all yeah. the time as a means of escape. And... But even like uh, when the, they're showing like uh, the, these uh, pre-built homes that they live in, they're like they're standing outside and there's like the storm coming behind and it's yeah. like unbelievable shot kind of thing. But like there's very little time on like considering as well like as somebody that is not from there and is interested to be mm. told how these people feel let's say is that i got a sense of place yeah but i didn't get a sense of like really uh what you want to call it like the the again jackson heights that you 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 mentioned is that even the issues that i had with the movie mm. is that the, the uh, it made a very good case through the characters or like through the people that he decided to focus on on 
how like society is oppressing them in a way that it's like you wouldn't think about like just how like obtrusive like the presence of a k uh, walmart yeah uh, becomes in a society that is trying to be independent Mm. or how it's the balance as well that it provides more secure jobs for the people of the neighborhood as well Mm. so it's like this catch 22 that it's like yeah but then like the money the true earnings are not staying in the neighborhood (laughs) you know like it's the like very complex issues but told through the people the people and it's like just people that he decided to go but also like how he was able to within that like let's say when uh they're talking about like the gay community and uh, mm. the God, Mexican maybe. community. I want to watch that again. <laughs> is that he's able even like when it's like in the chat around that it's almost like poetic as well that the camera is just sitting there mm. and like people just talking away. That it's like it creates like the character. So you become like more um, linked to their struggle mm. in the way that this movie felt both as uh, either it had to be longer or have a companion piece documentary that was more precise in what's going on mm. in that town precisely now because i felt like yes it is majestically made it's really great or whatever <laughs> majestically made uh, it's uh, but like, you didn't learn anything there's nothing but like both as in like uh like all the place not yeah. even just of like you know yeah like, general oppression or whatever but just yeah yeah, like that is the 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 bits that are like comments that I think is like the plantation being so close and the irony that now it's a town that is completely like uh, almost populated by black people mm. uh, and you have these plantations still there as symbols of uh, their oppression. Uh, they just stand uh, so well manicured and the mm. the the idea of the the southern uh, bell and stuff like that. But I think the I don't know, is that I didn't, not only uh, in an intellectual level, but in an emotional level, I didn't mm. learn something, you know, besides what I I know and what I know is a basic way. Yeah. I don't know their experiences as well as, uh, let's say, an experience that is more relatable to me. I think that like in Jackson Heights, I was able to relate in certain extent as a Latin person in a, uh, Western English speaking society I could like relate to a few of the immigrants there kind yeah. of thing. and also like the idea of cultural identity when you come somewhere else and you spend enough time there to start getting that culture mm. and it's like which one is more important and which one should you keep and pass to your kids etc like I and that's something that I hadn't considered before mm. you know and it's something that he doesn't really focus about but because it's just there like the the net is so broad but also the detail is there and I think detail is where it's missing here mm. because I think that if the documentary was 72 minutes or whatever it is but it was just a poetic form I think it would have been more successful yeah because he has that For other 35 is. minutes yeah yeah to like really just like paint like the mundanity but then it's like the daily struggles or whatever yeah um but then or do the opposite and do a more like a traditional documentary that is just following the the character trying to like uh, mm-hmm. daniel trying to get to the mba and the other guy trying to get a job and the families and stuff so uh, i think as it is uh, it is neither here nor there without being bad per se it's again mm. the the <laughs> the 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 old familiar i wish that it was that it was better but like i it, that's the thing is that like i know quite a bit because i'm like interested in the topic of minorities minority treatment and also i think it's like the the clear battle line now in politics now is how minorities are treated because within all of that is like sa- salvation of the world is just when everybody is in a way at equal terms, we can worry about big, other big picture stuff. Mm. Because if there's somebody being oppressed or like in a situation like the people in this town, their worries is not about fucking global warming or whatever. They worry like they will vote for the politician that is gonna like, get food on the table mm. next week. Nah, no, that like the sea rising is like it's so far off. It's still the economy, concept. stupid. <laughs> yeah, like so. I think that like as somebody that was like very willing to learn and it, it doesn't have to be educational either mm. no, you know? i know what you mean yeah 
I just want to eat like, you like Jim Jackson Heights even more than I thought you did. <laughs> no, I, I, I did like Jackson Heights, but again, it's like something with documentary that is always interesting because his real life is that there's always a issue of ethics. Mm. And also it's like the Jackson Heights, the, the, the problem it has is one that is like makes it more interesting in a way that yeah. it's like that then it's like you're uh, considering the, the opinion of the filmmaker. And then considering that his idea is almost to create not only a picture of the town, but of the, the area, but also like create a discussion of how people are and the minorities and uh, uh, people with lower income and stuff like that. Mm. So then because you're seeing it so clearly through his eyes, then you're like starting to question what's going on kind of thing, but makes you really think. Yeah. Even if you disagree with the portrayal, you still like you go, OK, but still. Mm. Uh, it doesn't really have don't precisely have an issue with uh, with the ethics of the filmmaking here it was like again is the thing that Stephen James said about Hoop Dreams that one of the things that he said later on is that he doesn't know if he would have made the movie again mm. because just putting the camera there would have added more pressure for them to succeed yeah and uh, then it's again this is repeated and also it's like he's in a position of power within the 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 school and the society it's like being a teacher mm. it's kind of like a position of especially if, if you're from outside clearly well-educated teacher as well not the you know not the homeschool teacher that he just went to like the the technical college that is around the corner yeah and came to school like he's a university kind of like diploma but also part of like the uh, the balance of being both intellectual, but also like the sporty guy. Yeah. So kind of bridging the, the He's gap. He's going to get respect thing. from the kids and yeah. stuff as well. Yeah. And uh, they think that it's kind of like how much of what's being shown screen. Of course, he's embedded in the society and stuff, mm. but how much of it because of who he is, not that he's trying to, to be, is like uh, portrayed or bigged up or lower down because he is the coach yeah and even like uh the the part that he's like following the guy around it's like did he tell him to train and do that and then decided to record him and the dude looks clearly bollocks as well <laughs> like was it after another training session you know yeah or would he have kept going because if he, the camera wasn't there yeah. yeah but i think even that's what you're saying like the fact that you're thinking about that is in itself interesting yeah like uh, that's a, why i like documentaries in mm. a way that the the the, the that aspect is always there. It's like, why show this? Kind yeah. Of thing. And I think is that the, the issues with the movie, this movie is not why something is shown, it's more why things have not been shown, mm. let's say. Because even the way that it's photographed, I know that it is like the idea as well of, oh yeah, people that are poor don't live in squalor kind of thing. Mm. But if you watch this and you're a bit conservative, you go, why are they complaining? They have lovely life. Like, uh, the only bad thing that happened was the, like, because it's like, again, is that they believe in the system and the movie doesn't say that the system is going to fucking, like, me and you know. Yeah. You know? I know what you mean, though, because what were we talking about? Um, <sighs> Starship Troopers? Yeah. About how you have to make it into like obviously two very different films, different approaches, but in a way that you have to make it like Jesus. entertaining uh, they enough. Literally, could not be two more different movies. <laughs> no, there, there was something else as well we were talking about. Um, uh, but for some what reason, this movie needed was more Dean Norris. <laughs> yeah, and also more giant insects from space. Um, <laughs> Let's kill those bugs. Motherfucking <laughs> bugs! Uh, oh, the bugs will. <laughs> bugs live. <laughs> And death. Um, <laughs> vicious, vicious death. Oh, the green goo. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure why Starship Troopers popped into my head, but I remember you saying about how, um, uh, like, in, in, you know, in order to get people who like war movies to watch this movie, you have to make it entertaining yeah. and, like, you know, suitably violent or whatever. So then when people watch it, they are already watching it before they realize that they're being taught a lesson. Yeah. So, I yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think, like, for, the, like, wanting something, particularly that it's PBS, although at the same time it's PBS. I don't know how many conservatives are watching PBS documentaries or, you yeah. know, it, it's... 
uh, yeah, it's hard to know like what is particularly in our yeah, but even in our current is... like incredibly divided times where people are incredibly suspect of anything that's being shown to them and what but are I mean, the motives like, behind like a, it. But even like somebody that is li- like let's say a white New York liberal that like lives in Manhattan or something watches yeah. this. Like for one, like me, uh, somebody that is like fairly white uh, and and like obviously in a Latino sense. And obviously, yeah, like, uh, uh, and also, like, slightly ethnic is kind of the, depends who looks at me. Depending who I talk to, they say you're white or you're brown. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of, like, thin line that I don't know. It's harder to, even, like, as an individual, harder to, like, pinpoint where you are with some people sometimes. But... That must be very interesting for you. But, like, when it comes to, uh, to this is that, for one... I don't know where is the near like the uh, the nearest like big city. Yeah. Because when it comes to small town in America, that is a big deal. Yeah. You know, like if you're like aclo- across the river, like where, the Hudson from yeah. New York, where they... it's not really a small town. You're just a suburb of New York. Yeah. Where's the jobs at? Like they said, oh yeah, the most well, of the... the jobs are in the that factory. Yeah, which then... makes me think that it's relatively you know isolated. Yeah, but then nothing of the factory is shown. Yeah. Nothing of the actual like struggle of how bad it is to work. That, though, because I think we get all that, and when she's describing the fact that they had to keep going outside to defrost because it's Alabama, so it's hot outside, of going from like you know working in an incredibly freezing environment to having to thaw, and then come back and then thaw. You know, I don't think I didn't really need to see. Yeah, but like I mean, like just even the plant from outside. I don't know. I think we can imagine the plant though. Well, like you can, like how, how, like, do you think would it be like ominous, like fucking, like rings and like chimney stacks or something? Probably. Or something. Or incredibly. Like faceless as the building in, uh, in true stories that like David Byrne is like, this building. Oh, the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the the office buildings. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, it's the same as Ireland that you go in is like, what? Oh, I work in an office, but you could be like in the industrial fucking zone. Yeah, like, we, we love like our industrial kind of estates in this country. <laughs> like, it's a very different vibe that is like, I go to my office, it's like industrial estate that just look, it's like glorified prefab. Yeah, and you have and a then, petrol station to get your lunch in and that's it. Yeah, or you're working in like Grand Canal Square, kind of, you know, like in a glass building, you know. I hate that fucking place. Yeah, but I mean, it can be like... But even within the town, it's like, mm. what was there to do in the town? Like, you don't know. Even, like, that they don't show a basketball match to see how much basketball actually is involved in the society. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the, I think I, yeah, I agree with that now, but actually not showing the match, I think. Because, yeah, even of just... Yeah, of like the crowd and everything as well. Yeah, I think that's actually a must-up like because sh- you know he has that footage. Yeah, <laughs> there's like one shot that is behind the the camera, the, uh, behind one person, then you see them scoring a point and like the guy mm. like shaking. It's like yeah, but it's like almost like the two things. Like he does a very good job in one shot in a couple of shots and moments to like describe the the position of church. Yeah. Oh man, the, that's like that crazy long shot down. Then he goes time. in, but like. It's like also, uh, yeah, like I think that, you know, even like not to be too simplistic about it again, it's not that I needed like to be spelled out everything. Mm. And I don't know exactly because I don't know the footage that he has, but I know there's more there after five (laughs) years than like 72 minutes. uh, Can we just blame PBS and put this to bed? Yeah, like... (laughs) Like I won the three-hour version because I saw like part of the 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 the, the poetic part of it mm. is that it feels almost like he just put all the best shots there. Oh. Not 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 entirely. Oh, that sounds terrible. No 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 no, not entirely because all the shots that are there are amazing. Yeah. But some of them, like I think, again, if the whole movie was the poetic version, that you could have like something more like my new school or big picture about the town mm. and just like try to focus like not like like we were talking about big st- uh, uh, true stories before yeah. that is like big stories there's no like through line and that you said that your least favorite thing was uh john goodman because got, yeah, he because he became like of a character that you preferred like the jumping around and like just seeing snippets or whatever i would have rather that 
Yeah. You know, like I loved it when they're playing video games and like they're just inside. Yeah. And you're just like sitting watching them and like it's so relaxing and you you get the characters and stuff like that. It is oddly relaxing yeah. points as well of like people just in their houses talking. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, oh, just I love those moments, like the detail in that. I, yeah, I do. I do kind of know what you mean that if like if it was put to us now of like okay we we have enough to, to to make it so you can either have it where we follow the one story and you know it's two hours long or whatever or else it's you get two hours of poetic i'd probably go for the poetic because although the like following the couple and the twins and everything is like really like you know heartbreaking and tells so much at the same time like probably my most favorite moments in this are just the random things it's yeah of like cutting between like rain and yeah like it's I, I do love like there's a lot of time lapse in this as well that I think is, is utilized quite well um like visually it's it's fascinating oh, yeah visually is amazing and I think the again it's like I think the material is in the hard drive somewhere <laughs> like just waiting to be do we need to write like, him a letter <laughs> yeah like uh, just, just have the, the, a dvd of true stories <laughs> yeah like have uh, the and a recording of our podcast the, huh? uh, a <laughs> The the the, sh- the the smallest petition ever is just like me and you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Laura Poitras would come on board as well. Okay. Um, uh, and again, it's because I think that he's a truly good filmmaker, and he got the the material there. It's like yeah, it, um, it's frustrating because I want to, and also I think that just having the longer length just would give the the benefit of spending that time even if the same split was on but the movie was like two hours long it's like you you start feeling part of the place mm. this was even kind of like and 40 or something yeah. i think would even yeah oh, yeah like not necessarily that much more like mm. this is like if you sent this length to a film festival and it's not a documentary you'd be hard-pressed to get into the feature film part like it's only 10 minutes for a reason all, all, yeah for a reason yeah and i think that it just felt like dipping my toe into a swimming yeah. pool that <laughs> i really wanted to swim in yeah you know like uh and to an extent it's like yeah I was happy there was 73 minutes because I was really tired when it, like that I saw that it was 73 minutes when I was planning the day and the movie ended and I was like no but like it ended like the as a structure works like it's well edited in the sense that it doesn't feel like you just plug the plug uh, with the 73 minute mark just hit like it just goes like, no you spin. don't yeah like, you don't cut out of it yeah but it's yeah but it, you still like you were feeling like Oh, it's like when you're playing with your friends and like you you were late or something you don't have enough time yeah. to like really enjoy it. your like mom just is when, calling yeah. you to come in and then you're like no just when you're like getting on top of it like or when, you're getting when it's it. like lunchtime in primary school and you're like running around and you the game has just got going yeah. and this is the fucking ultimate game of tag ever yeah like shit is going down and then you hear the bell and you're like fuck <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, and then and there, my life is over. Yeah, and you're just sitting there going like, oh. Back to maths. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I don't know. Uh, again, like when it comes to uh, um, the film itself, I think that also part of it is that like um, because the. I think that it would have been like looking at it like it would have been better suited like if you're going to be poetic in a way to like thematically link mm. the parts, you know, that is like indoors, mm. outdoors, mm. the community or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, I don't know. I know that like it would grouping be grouping it or not like not in a like fucking like headline, like title card. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the community. But, uh, like try to do like the story that way. If it was like. The section like, is entitled Fish Plant. Like if they took out the the like the main characters, let's say the talking heads or whatever, mm. you know, like almost like I'm. I'm almost like uh, the thing of true stories. I'd rather that he just went and talked to random people. It's like, how's your life? How, like, you know, instead mm. of because you don't spend enough Maybe time in with a them, way kind of like thing. him knowing people was a bad thing. <laughs> like all almost for, because of what of the length of it, it ended up being like not a crutch, but like um, it ended up having a negative impact in the overall experience because he ended up a little bit too invested in certain things rather yeah. than yeah 
And as well, like considering that the, he doesn't really without, paint without the picture of the then, basketball with yeah, but then without the connections, you start to have the ethical problems yeah. because then it's like he doesn't know these people, and he's like, y- y- you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's a like it's the thing with uh, documentaries, documentaries. That it's impossible to, <laughs> to really. Go. But let, let me just say this to be clear: is yeah. that I rather that I live in a world that I've seen and that this movie exists than a uh, in this form than a. World that it doesn't exist at all. Yeah, but in an ideal world, <laughs> it would be long. It'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I think I that there are things that like yeah. the movie perhaps wouldn't be perfect anyways. Yeah, no, I like, don't think so. But uh, I do, together, like I mean, I have no problem with that either. That that, and again, I don't, I don't need it to be perfect, you know, because it's so because of it being so much rooted and ingrained in real life yeah. that I have no problem with it having like little. And it becomes interesting as well that it's mm. like. The, the flaws of the movies are like you said because he's embedded within the community so it becomes another interesting topic of the mm. of the documentary because like I, I think the uh where you mentioned on netflix i think that the biggest problem with documentary filmmaking now that has become successful mm. is that the same thing as anything that fucking becomes monetized and successful it becomes streamlined <laughs> it becomes fucking streamlined so now is that documentaries which are not designed to be narrative are becoming narrative that you have to tell a, an a plus b plus c plus d minutes. story in 90 minutes and you can't do that always with a documentary yeah. like if you start doing a documentary about something and then something else changes Even it's like oh my God, podcasts though yeah you're starting to see like podcast which is a form that is like you, you know you are like <laughs> there is there should be no standard you know like you can just like even within like something like like this american life or whatever like there's you know there's a very this american lifeization of things but at the same time like each one is like a different length and blah 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 they're not shoehorned into an hour or whatever but you're yeah. starting to see that particularly in crime podcasts of that it's this many episodes blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and it's like god it starts to great and like even like another thing i was thinking as well is that like um, particularly because of like rural america and like the time the year that this is made and well, the year it came out not the year it was made and like, you know, what's going on in rural America? Why did they vote for Trump? Why did they vote for Trump? Of like, you know, people go, fucking New York Times does it. You know, where you go like, oh, we're in, you know, like fucking wherever. We're in this like tiny town. We're like talking to real people about why they voted for Trump. Like Guardian did it. You know what I mean? It, it, like even like with their Brexit documentaries where some of them where it was literally just your man wandering around fucking asking people why they voted for Brexit. And aren't you, aren't you sad now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like, despite this like, you know, being intrinsic political because it's the system that is you know like fucking these people over and at the same time there's a strange absence of of like you know that judgment of like look you did it to yourself you did it to yourself which i appreciated it but again something i'm bringing to it <laughs> yeah. so um that, like the frustration was more like this sense that i think that i should have left with a different emotion that i did or like a different feeling from the picture that i did that was the intention of the filmmaker as well mm. like not saying that it's like seeing something that uh, is not there let's say you know when you go into a movie expecting it to be something else yeah. and then it doesn't match your expectations and you're disappointed but it's like not fault of the director yeah that he didn't make the movie that <laughs> this one fucking weird brazilian uruguayan irish person <laughs> would like it's more than like for the intentions that i know that he wanted to create i think that the, the he failed uh, he didn't fail because he did the best job that you can do in fucking 73 minutes really perhaps not it's kind of a triumph in that sense yeah, when you yeah. think about it like that it you know despite you wanting it to be longer it doesn't feel incomplete in a certain yeah. way you know yeah like it, it it does exactly what it says in the tin but perhaps uh i wanted a bigger tin yeah <laughs> I wanted a three-hour ten. More ingredients. <laughs> what it more like two more ingredients? No coriander, please. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, like coriander. But again, I I think that I again something that won't pick for the podcast, but I would recommend everybody to watch uh, stories we uh, stories mm. we tell. Uh, fucking hoop dreams, uh, because yeah, I, do, uh, I don't know. I have never gotten around to that, and like it's very much. I'm in. I'm in such a like you know america sport vibe at the minute i mean i watched moneyball the other day yeah. as well i'm back obsessed with baseball like you know, like baseball movies basketball movies like very much in the kevin costner also have you seen hoosiers no 
uh, with Jing that, Hackman. Is then. that required now? <laughs> uh, Hoosiers is also like, go Raptors. Uh, Sorry, who's the, the the actor that is in Hoosiers as well? That is really like. Um, Oh, yeah, the Hoosiers with Gene Hackman, like he goes to like already sold. Like he goes to a small town in Indiana to become like the the basketball coach. It's a Kevin Costner movie, but with Gene Hackman. Yeah, uh, and it's like one of those things that it's like, yeah, we're not good, so we have to get good at the basics. You know, like that kind of like American. But it has back to the basics. But it has an like Dennis Hopper is in the movie. Okay. <laughs> He plays like the town. Playing Dennis Hopper? Does he no. play the town crazy man? No, he, no, he plays the town drunkard, okay? <laughs> but like the thing is that Hoosiers. Appropriate. Like the bit with Jim Hackman is pure like Disney wish fulfillment, like that he falls in love with like, like the, the, ta- the town. Type. Like the, the, the town widow falls in love with him, you know? Like, <laughs> played by the, Susan Surrounding. Yeah, we're in a cornfield somewhere, <laughs> like I don't know. But then it's like, it just cuts to like Dennis Hopper, and he just like in a different movie altogether, like just living in squalor, like <laughs> giving like a very like full on performance, not, not like Dennis Hopper getting a paycheck uh, uh-huh. to to pull his uh towards his uh demons and vices <gasps> but it's more a movie that he actually is exploring i have a drug his, habit too <laughs> his uh his addictions mm. and i think that they didn't realize perhaps when they cast him that he was an addict because i don't think that in it any way makeup. or form like that movie uh-huh. no more like the performance or something i don't know how like considering the overall tone of the movie, how they go like, yeah, let's get an addict to make this like the most true part, <laughs> like uh, one of the most like real depictions of addiction I'm in film. Confused over Gene Hackman being in the Disney part of it, like, <laughs> it's like he should be the cop be searching for yeah, like uh, you're saying, Dennis yeah. Hopper. <laughs> so, like, uh, but like it is a, a good sports movie as well. Like okay, it's. Uh, um, but yeah, but yeah, uh, no, I need to need some nutrients in my life. Yeah, like it is a fantastic movie. So, uh, what's your least favorite thing? We started with least favorite things. Oh shit! What's your favorite thing? <laughs> <laughs> Just doing the pot here. Uh, I think the the poetic elements of this. I think that that is the strongest bit of it. Like because it is just visually and like emotionally very. I think it's very arresting. Like it's and I, that sounds like such wank as well but it it is like it's a real it's it's a beautiful film i think um and i just i just want more of that <laughs> yeah know? like um yeah it, just to see something as well that that feels uh, just it feel it felt more alive than something i'd watched in an old like in a long time and although except for watching rocket man last night which is fucking Man. Oh man! Um, what like, I... uh, he likes his salads then. Oh god! <laughs> if we're not gonna pepper this conversation with jokes like that. Um, Ricardo, <laughs> what was your favorite? Thing? Uh, my favorite thing, what I think, is the the cinematography and also like the ironically that I complained for the whole episode about wanting more, but I did get like a sense of place as well that we always discuss mm. as something that is like the the magic of cinema in a way that is like almost like both the time machine but also a like window. A, a window yeah exactly that you oh that was poetic high <laughs> five yeah, on that one <laughs> they're able to like look at somebody else's lives just mm. there and i think that it, it succeeds in a way that uh, I really appreciate and as well like uh, something that you did mention in the beginning in your opening is that it's a deeply humanistic picture mm. and even though I love cynical movies as well like it like personally I'm a humanist so it makes me like it's one of those things of like what like confirmation bias you know aren't we great kind of thing aren't humans okay but like, though uh, <laughs> but like uh, the but also it's like the humanity of like somebody that has the the idea of that's what is their interest mm. is depict humanity uh, in a good life and stuff and i think that like again like not even just in a good light but the true yeah no, neither demonizing nor... Yeah. Yeah. Well, but like the truth is that if you're a humanist, the truth is a good light. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a perfect light. Yeah. But it is not without its flaws and sometimes it's rather dim, but it is a good light. Mm. Oh, that was so 
oh, you're on fire today. Uh, what was your least favorite thing? Uh, the length. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> you, you can't get it Snap. around. It. It's like the same thing. Like my some of my favorite movies are like extremely long, but it's like even sometimes you go like, oh yeah, uh, Lawrence of Arabia is four hours long. If I watched the version that came out that is three hours long, I'd be like, oh yeah, that was long, but there's something missing, you know. Uh, and it would have been like the complete like story or whatever. Like it comes A to B to C. I think I uh, I remember. Um, uh, uh, Stephen King on on writing, when uh, the, uh, he, he wrote the stand and the stand, I think uh, the 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 final publication in nineteen ninety one is a thousand pages long, mm. and the release version from the eighties was six hundred pages long, mm. and uh, they said, why did you release like the new one? Because the story is not different. Mm. And he goes, yeah, but it's like the the sum of its parts should be greater than its individual parts, or otherwise I've been wasting my time <laughs> for the last like forty the years of writing of kind of thing. <laughs> that it's like the idea of like it's a uh, something that uh, I can't remember who said it. That is like character, character and characterization and character change or whatever shouldn't come at the end of the movie mm. it's already in the beginning of the movie you just don't know it mm. it's already being planted and stuff and i think that even as the place as a character let's say mm. is that like adding another hour wouldn't change the story of the movie or the ideas or whatever but i think that would give that little more depth yeah that would give like make even certain to, moments like, land more yeah even just to give it breathing room like when you're dealing with something that's really expansive and uh, difficult like sometimes you need a little moment to go you yeah. know after you've like felt or learned or whatever you know like it's so yeah like that's that's definitely uh, my least favorite thing as well like it's it's funny like i know we say that a lot as well or it's a funny thing to say that sometimes things just but i think this is, this is the first one where we're like no no you could add you know <laughs> like, oh yeah like substantial yeah no, wait, the, the difference is that the other one says like oh it could have been longer yeah but it's like it's not it's not the film it hasn't been made yeah. this is the literally somebody there. went and uh, in a timeline it, like was there, scrubbing shots out while editing or something oh there's a timeline somewhere that's three hours long just sitting there uh, and like fucking avid or something um yeah there's a there's a pbs producer right there somewhere who needs to be taken out and put to pasture uh, <laughs> not not shot because obviously people who are working in pbs are yeah. very good people and should be given more money not, not very wealthy either no. <laughs> um but uh yeah they just need to stare and talking to maybe and then you know promotion no, like I, I think <laughs> It's more like perhaps that is one of those. Like, I don't think that it was PBS per se because the film premiered uh, yeah, in Sundance. No, so I, I, I don't know if it yeah, was something probably, that... I, I, we don't know, you yeah. know, like it's, yeah. I think that perhaps it's like one of those things as well that is... Uh, I'll see if I can find some interviews with him, actually. Yeah, because it could be something as simple as... Uh, I Like, adding another 10 minutes, it's way more difficult than adding another... F- 30 minutes yes because if you're just adding 10 minutes then it can be just fluff that you're creating like so it's an hour and a half but if you mm. had a half an hour it's clearly, you can actually it's clearly a clear decision else. made yeah but, make, but where yeah. when Tell and that's the question yeah if anybody knows out there if you want to write to us at the recommendation at gmail.com yeah like, be fucking the, like <laughs> kevin costner jfk is like <laughs> Gathering all the information, hey, like I have the board with know, a little lie. Sam Neil, Sam Neil is listening right yeah. now, I assume, and um, he's, <laughs> he's farm in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, talking to his ducks. He's got his headphones in. Hi Sam, we love you. Uh, also love your ducks. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's connected, so I mean, let's assume that. Come on, Sam. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am glad though that that um, you did appreciate it as well. Cause, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, Hale County this morning, this evening. Yeah, and uh, I have to say that I really liked the the title. Yeah. But at the same time, I was kind of disappointed when I started watching the movie because of the title, because we're expecting it to be just a slice of life one day kind of thing. And even yeah. though it, it obviously, this is something bigger, mm. but I still would love I'd that. I'd watch ver- that movie. The, 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 I, like, that's the, it. Like, there's like 15 movies here and I'd watch every one of them. Like, just about the one place. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
No, it, it's oh, it's so interesting. America. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where can they find us? They can find us on Facebook, The Recommendation Game at The Rec Game on Twitter, The Recommendation Game at gmail.com is our email. Uh, the Dublin Digital Mix Cloud has our previous episodes as uh, your podcaster of choice. And you can listen to us every Monday, 11 to 12, on Dublin Digital Radio. And uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah, next week's film is Ricardo's pick. What are you thinking? Okay, next week's film is the best years of our lives. Okay, all right. I was already making this. <laughs> it was Ricardo Deacon. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.